This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hey, Ash. Absolutely not. I'm going to be starting this episode. (laughs) Okay. You always pull these fun little tricks on me and I'm never prepared and everyone laughs at me. So I'm going to be starting today's episode (laughs) with some word associations for you. Okay. And you get to be on the spot and we'll see how well you do. Okay. I, I know there's people listening that are like, Good for you, Ashley. <laughs> Honestly, I was like shocked. You cut me off so hard. She said, no. <laughs> okay. Okay. <clears throat> Pull it together. Okay. Ready? Yes. High. Low. Jokes. Funny. Leaf. Blow. Gold. Blow. <laughs> Wait, what? Gold. Silver. Comforter. Comfy. Candle. Smell. Wax. Bikini. Frame. Picture. Jewelry. Cute. Notepad. Notes. Clock. Tick. <laughs> Book. <laughs> Read. Diffuser. Smell. Album. Release. Record. Breaking. Face. Smash. Netflix. Chill. Bangs. Me. Headphones. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me, it was me. <laughs> me. <laughs> That was good. Dang that was it. Good. I was hoping you'd do horrible, TBH. I mean, a couple of mine weren't, you know, award winning, but I mean, that was fun. We got very, did you notice we kept like leaning towards each I other? I know. I was trying to We're not, like in our I brains. was trying to not mess up because, because if, when I do stuff like this, I just mess up. Like my brain stops. No, you did so good. Thank you. Thank you. Proud of you. I Proud appreciate you. you appreciating me. Thanks, girl. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, welcome to the pod, hey everyone. Guys. What's up? This is Unsolicited Advice. I'm Ashley. I'm Taryn. And, um, yeah, we're here to advise you on the things you need advice for. Unsolicitedly. Unsolicitedly. You, d- you didn't ask for it, but kind of you did. But you did. So did we mess up on the title? Maybe, honestly. I've, have you thought about that before? Mm-hmm. I think it just flows so well and it pretty mm-hmm. much applies. Because they're not we, Did we ever talk it. about us coming up with a name? I think we talked about it on one of like our first episodes. Yeah, Taryn and I sat with a whole list of possible title options Mm -hmm. um and this is one of the ones that was there from the very beginning that we just kept thinking ah maybe we should come up with a different one but it was in the first list that we wrote down yeah unsolicited advice was and um we just couldn't shake it we were like you know what it's too good it's so good it sounds like a podcast it's not constricting Mm -hmm. like we we the whole thing is we literally will never run out of things to talk about never because everyone writes in different scenarios and life keeps happening Mm -hmm. so it's pretty freaking exciting it's kind of perfect anyways if you don't know what this podcast is we read listener stories and basically tell them how to live their lives or offer (laughs) our genuine what we would do top-notch advice if we were in those sticky situations yeah Mm -hmm. i love putting myself in situations. Oh, for sure. Like my ex used to get mad at me all the time because I'd be like, okay, but what if this happened? And he'd be like, but that it's not happening. And I'd be Mm -hmm. like, yeah, but what if? Yeah, well, I think there's something so easy about being able to tell other people what they should do. Yeah. The best case scenario for them, how they're messing up and where they need to fix (laughs) something. Yeah. But it's so hard on yourself. So true. So- if I, if I had to call myself out on stuff like this, I would sit there for a long time and be like, oh, you're doing this. And I'd be like, no, you're not. You know, what are you talking about? Go back we and live forth. perfect lives. That's why we can give everyone advice. Cause we are so put together. So put together. Um, let's start with a turn it up, which you, you can explain today, since right? it's your favorite thing in the world. Yes, guys. If you don't know what the turn it up segment is, turn it up is the portion of the podcast where you guys send in strictly funny stories. Um, Our podcast tends to sometimes get a little more on the serious side. (laughs) So we started adding these because Taryn and I just honestly love a good laugh. And apparently so do you guys, because we keep getting them (laughs) for almost two years straight. Guys, uh, what? Someone made an edit today that I reposted and I came (sighs) to this huge epiphany. We're almost at two years. 
I got so emo looking at that edit because it was like our whole friendship and like also just all the memes from like it was a beautiful little collage of just a bunch of pictures of Taryn and I and I looked at it and I was like wow we just celebrated our 100th episode and then I was like wow we're coming up on two years we've been around the block guys like we're professional professionals 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 (laughs) I was like I was like is that a play on word professional I couldn't tell you guys knew what I was talking about yeah we knew we knew you heard I'm a professional (laughs) (laughs) I've also had a lot of caffeine today because I had a lot of work to do yeah Ashley you've been on it today um let me okay so I picked this one because if we've ever related don't look at my computer I glanced I'm sorry you did you saw the word um if me and Ash have ever related, like one of the things we bonded on is our sneezes. <sighs> Ashley I love a good has, sneeze. Ashley's, okay, I'll describe yours and you describe mine, okay? Yeah. Okay. Ash has this very like, it's a very like hard push, but fast sneeze. Yes. It's like, <laughs> like that. And yeah. she always sneezes in sets of three or four. <laughs> so... I've learned because I am a like habitual bless, bless you, you person. Bless you. I say bless. I can't even strangers. Like I have to say bless you, bless you, bless <laughs> you, whatever. Um, but so I always like wait until I hear like the third. I wait a couple seconds. There's usually a fourth. Then I'll say it. But that's yours. That's something that I had to tell her from at the beginning of our friendship, which I usually tell most people that hang out with me. I'm like, hey, just wait it out wait it out (laughs) bless me once and let's be done with it you know like otherwise you're gonna sit there and and say like five bless you in a row and it's just it's not the point I've even told strangers that I'm like don't bother yeah don't bother (laughs) it's fine keep walking I I am holy I am blessed I'm fine what about mine Ash oh I forgot um Taryn Renee's sneezes are not as quick as mine but just as loud as mine yeah and um, if you aren't, if you're not realizing that she's about to sneeze, it might scare you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like pretty if, you brutal. Did, if you weren't looking at her in the moment and could tell by her face that she was about to sneeze, it yeah. could shock and surprise you. So it's, it's a, it can be scary. It's kind of like a scream. Yeah. <laughs> like an aggressive. Like a, <laughs> but I've tried holding it in. <laughs> Imagine if just like the wind up was what was It's so. the, the big hat. It's yeah. like you verbally almost say at yeah. you. But thankfully I usually only get one at a time because the couple times I've had multiple in a row, like I lose my voice because they're that extreme. But yeah. anyways, so this tearing it up is called why sneezes will be the death of me. Mm. Hey, Taryn and Ash, I would like to start off by saying how much I love your podcast. I've been listening ever since Ashley announced it on her channel. Oh, my uh, girl. Uh, Except I guy, don't, we don't know. have, uh, oh, it's, it's a girl, Jess. My I was girl. like, can I say this? <laughs> Except I don't have the guts to listen to the October series. Cause I know I will never be able to sleep at night again. It's okay. I get it. Yeah. If my you, sister who is, I would, I would say one of my biggest fans. Yeah. I'm one of her biggest fans. Yeah. Has not listened to a single one. Cause she no. can't either. Me and Ash like love stare. Oh my, what is happening with me today? You're not, you need to get on my I didn't eat level. lunch. Um, we love scary stories mm-hmm. from like a safe distance. Oh yeah. But sure. even we had a hard time with the October series for sure. Oh my God. Um, anyways, I could rave about your podcast for hours, but I'm sure we don't have time for that. Okay. Jumping into my story. My name is Jess. Yes. You can say my name and I am in orchestra. I, I play vi- the viola, which is, what is that? It's like a type of violin. Is it the big one that is standing sometimes? No, that's a cello. No, I know that. Isn't there two that do that? A uh, viola is, all I know is it's similar to a violin. Interesting. Okay. It's different. One day we were going to this really fancy special concert where you would have to play three pieces for judges to rate your playing and tell you how you could improve. There were many orchestras attending and we went and thank the almighty macaroons that none of my clumsy Ooh. self messed anything up. I just ate a macaroon yesterday. I love, I love them. But when we were sitting in the audience and it was super quiet because the judges were speaking, I felt the small tickling of a sneeze. Literally, I have anxiety just reading that. 
I tried to hold it in so bad. I was literally thinking, don't you dare, please, please no. But as you know, I sneezed and oh no, it wasn't a cute tiny sneeze. It was a full blown, like a hurricane was trapped in my lungs and came blowing out. Everyone, and I mean, everyone looked in my direction, but I slid down mortified. And what was even worse was my friends were staring at me like, I don't know her. That was my tearing it up. And the worst part was it kept happening like once during a baptism. (laughs) And once during a funeral. I think something is wrong with my lungs. Even if you don't read this, it was fun to write it out. The moral of the story is never sneeze when you're in a quiet, important place. Thank you for all you do and have a great week. Your faithful listener, Jess. That would always happen to me in class. Yeah. Church too. Yes. But for some reason I didn't feel as bad in church. Um, It was in class when everyone was like quiet and studying that I would always, always have to sneeze and, or my stomach would just be growling so loud and I couldn't do it, do a thing about it. I constantly had snacks in my backpack (laughs) so that I could eat (laughs) something to quiet my stomach. Yeah. Um, Cause it was just the worst I can do it. It's, it's so rough. And I think too, because like I have such a violent sneeze I can't hold it and do a quiet one without like exploding. Yeah. There's been a couple gross, times like, I've been able you know to I mean? like hold it, but then it's usually 10 times worse later. Yeah. <laughs> Comes back with a vengeance. A real vengeance. Well, thank you so much, Jess, for writing that in. You, you have Jess. two fellow sneezers here who support you and your struggles. We get it. We get it. We really get mm-hmm. it. Today's episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you guys have not heard of Book of the Month, where have you been hiding? Me and Ash are both on the journey of trying to be readers. She's definitely there. I'm on my baby steps way there. So obviously we were so pumped to partner with Book of the Month because their mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. And guys, they literally make it so easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick the five to seven of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you cannot go wrong. And they offer great prices on new release hardcover fiction, much cheaper than other options. Shipping is always free and it's super fun. Books are delivered in a bright blue box. A fun app to pick your book and track reading process is available and they have reading challenges with rewards. My December read was so epic. It was called Butcher and Blackbird. And let me just read the little sentence they give you that totally sold me. Serial killers need love too. Don't take our word for it. Read this biting, steamy, and edgy murderers to lovers tale. Like, come on. Like, it totally sold me. If you guys would like to check out Book of the Month, just head on over to bookofthemonth.com to pick a book and join Book of the Month. For a limited time, you can join and get the first book for just $5. Just use code unsolicited. Again, that's bookofthemonth.com, code unsolicited. Happy reading. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, do you want to go? Should we rock, paper, scissors? Sure. Rock, paper, scissors. Dang it. I have to. No, you don't have to follow through, Ash. I get it. Guys, I just won. I just want to make that very clear. (laughs) I I feel like they, by me saying dang. I just want to say that I make it very clear. Um, You're on a roll today. Like, take charge, Ash. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I had to. Um, (laughs) Let me see. Let me just pull up my story here. Okay. I'm going to get into it. This one is titled, I accidentally set off someone's fight or flight. Ooh, Mm -hmm. interesting. Mm -hmm. Hi, Ashley and Taryn. This is my first time ever reaching out to someone that's not my friends or family or et cetera. I find DMs and stuff like this terrifying, but I feel I need an outsider's perspective and who better to ask? Who knows? I might even have the courage later to share a tearing it up. 
I wow love that. Wow, 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 wow. I'm so I proud of you. Love that. First of all, thank you for um, you know, trusting us with with your story. <laughs> and second of all, please send the tearing it up. I think I made it clear at the beginning of this podcast. We love a good laugh. So please send it in. Okay. On with her story. I'm going to start off this email like everyone else by saying that I absolutely love you guys. I am a new listener and I started listening during the lockdown. So I'm in the process of listening from the very beginning. Your podcast has helped me stay productive even when the world feels completely shut down. You guys also helped me feel not lonely because I live alone in an apartment at school. So it's like you guys are here with me. I love that. I feel emo. I love I'm her. I'm so happy that we can be there for you. Yes. And I fully understand what you're talking about because when I'm home alone, I usually listen to podcasts nonstop because yeah. it, it's different than TV. Like TV's fun too. It helps. But podcast feels like someone's there and you can still like it go around. It engages your mind yes. in a different way. Yes. And yeah. you don't have to sit still to pay attention. Yeah, you can I love like that. walk around and do stuff. So I fully understand where you're coming from. You should like, you know, like a new girl when Nick leaves and Jess misses him and so she builds like a Nick. A melon head Nick. Yeah. Yeah. You should just build Bill <laughs> me Terry. and Ashley and then <laughs> we'll just sit in the corner Terry. and be like, hey girl, what's up? Uh, new girl reference. If you don't know, now you know. You should watch it. Okay. I apologize in advance if this story turns out to be way too long. Anyways, my name is Lauren and I'm 22 years old. I'm currently in my first year of grad school for film. I started grad school back in August and there's 12 people in my cohort and mostly everyone is in a relationship. Lucky me, sad face. (laughs) I feel that. I relate to that on a very deep level. Feel it. Anyways, there's a boy, let's call him Mike, who was kind of cute, but he had an even better personality, which made him even more attractive to me. We were in the same friend group and we were the only single ones. After months of hanging in group settings, we decided to hang out just each other. We did this on numerous occasions, and then his birthday came around. Since he was out of state, he wasn't going home, so he was going to spend his birthday alone. No one should ever have to spend their birthday alone. And I completely agree with that. Yeah. So I asked him what he wanted to do. He wanted to watch sports and eat wings. And honestly, my dream. (laughs) (laughs) We ended up spending the entire day together and it led to us hooking up. Since we were such good friends a few days later, I asked him where his head was with him and relationships. He said he's not in the mindset to commit right now, which I completely understand. But he's been trying to plan hookups in advance, which honestly kind of freaked me out. So I sat him down and said, I won't have a friends with benefits situation because it almost always led to a bad place. He didn't take that very well. He kept trying, but he wasn't getting the picture. Fast forward to now, he's been treating me like garbage. I'm the grad assistant for the film department, so I am in charge of the equipment. So whenever he is down in the department and I'm working, he tries to interject himself and tries to belittle me about equipment. His tech nerd stuff, she puts in parentheses. Mm -mm. It makes me feel dumb and embarrassed while trying to help the other students out. One day on a film set, there was a scene where this person got coffee thrown at their face. We did this take multiple times. I was the production assistant, so I was in charge of cleaning up and Mike was the assistant camera operator. Since this was a student set, it was pretty much an all hands on deck to clean up the huge mess. After we cleaned up, Mike decides to say, hey, Lauren, clean up the towels and throws the wet towels at me. I am furious, but of course took it like a grain of salt because I am one of two girls on set and didn't want to seem dramatic or problematic. Such a real. I hate. Yeah. I hate that. Like mental note. We can get. We're putting a pin. pin. Putting a pin in in the dramatic. Write it down. Okay. Continuing. (laughs) Now for the most recent problem. I was hanging out with the friend group and we were all cracking jokes while doing homework. I finished my Pepsi bottle and bopped Mike on the head in a playful way. He said to me, she puts in quotes, don't do that again. But we were all still joking or so I thought. And I respond, yeah, okay. This went back and forth for like 15 seconds until he finally storms out of the room. I thought he was being dramatic until my friend said to me, quotes, Lauren, I don't think he was joking. So I went to look and see if he was still in the building, but he wasn't. He declined my calls and texts until a few hours later. He texted me back saying that being hit on the head, 
she adds in parentheses, even though I thought it was a bop, <laughs> was a trigger from his childhood and it set him off in his flight or, fight or flight mode. I had no idea of this knowledge and I know now to never do that again. For some background, Mike has had trouble with suicidal thoughts in the past. So of course I was really worried about him, but I feel terrible that I would ever make someone feel like this and set off a trigger. We talked about the situation and we both apologize. Now, what I need advice on is before this incident, he's been treating me like actual garbage. But now, since I did something, even though it was unintentionally bad to him, I feel like I can't bring it up. I also don't want to get my other friends involved in school because there's 12 of us and I am one of the only two girls. So again, I don't want to seem dramatic. She adds in parentheses. We are in a good place right now, so I don't know if I should bring up the past or leave it in the past. However, I feel that there will be another incident of him treating me poorly in the future. Sorry for the long email. I just wanted to make sure that you had all the details. If you read this, thank you so much. Writing this has already helped me. Just like Taryn, I love a good dad joke, so of course I have one for you. Oh, yes. Why was the stadium so windy? Oh, I know this one. I think we've said it before. I know this one. Something about fans. Had a lot of fans. It has a lot of fans. So uh, good. Guys, Taryn so is the queen good. of dad jokes. So, so good. It makes complete sense that she yes. knew that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> she adds in parentheses. Well, not now because pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, love you guys so much. I wish nothing but success, health, and happiness for you ladies. Have a fantastic day, Lauren. Oh, thanks, Lauren. Lauren. So many things I want to talk about. There's so many things. Taryn took some notes. So let's just start at the first one. Okay, let's not get to like the big one because that's a whole like sexist issue. Make a whole list. Make a whole list. Um, Okay, first of all, I think it's hard because there's so much in this Mm -hmm. story. There's a lot. There's the like injustices of like how he was treating Mm-hmm. you and then the thing happened and then now things are better so I get the whole like okay well do I even address it yeah. um I think it depends on for me I weigh whether something's worth bringing up or not especially mm-hmm. like with friends or family or whatever if I keep thinking about it or if every time they do something to me I automatically like that comes to my mind as like Mm a, oh my gosh, like they've done this and they've done this in the past. Yeah. That's how I know. Like I can't, I haven't been able to just let go of something myself. So I think if, when you think about these things, which the fact that like your story started with the majority of that, it definitely sounds like it still is Mm -hmm. a sore subject. Yeah. So I think that Honestly, if you guys are doing good, it might be a great time to bring it up because you can just say like, hey, like, I'm really glad we're good. And I wanted to address both what happened and before that of why, like, maybe I was a little salty at you because of the things you had said and the way you've treated me, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I think it needs to be talked about. Yeah. Period. I think especially now that you're in a good place, I would take him to coffee sit him down somewhere privately, yeah. no friends around. And I would just be like, Hey, I'd like, I'd, I'd love to chat with you for a second. Yeah. And then I, what I would do is I would be like, listen, there's some things I've been wanting to talk to you about. I know we're in a good place, but I feel like I should mention it now because I know it's going to be a problem in the future. Yeah. So I'm trying to save us from drama. Yeah. <laughs> Let's deal with it now. Like adults. Oh, fully. And anyone in their right mind will be like, cool. Yeah. I love that. That's you planning ahead to protect the both of us. I think he would listen. Yeah. And I will say like what I've learned from brothers and like addressing things is be like, don't go into it just being like, blah, 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 blah. Here's like everything Mm -hmm. I've thought and felt, even though like that's your right to say everything. But I've noticed with guys, like when I come to my brothers and I'm just really straight to the point, like Mm -hmm. I'm like, Hey, you said this the other day and it made me feel like this. And like, I didn't like it. Then they're like, Oh, but if I go and I'm like all like emotional and whatever, like, I don't think it's not that I don't have a right to be that way, but Mm -hmm. sometimes my, what I'm trying to communicate doesn't come across clear. It's not productive. It's just overwhelming. And I'm saying that because I'm usually on the other side getting overwhelmed. Oh, fully. So I think that like, that would be a good thing is to kind of weigh like what kind of communicator he is and really like 
say like, okay, is he the type? Like only one thing gets through in a conversation. Mm -hmm. If so, what's the number one thing I want to talk about? And let me make sure when I communicate that it's very clear, Yeah, you know? Yeah. What, what needs the most attention right now? Yes. yes. And let's focus on that. Yeah. Another thing I want to say about the triggers, no one can know what is going to trigger someone else. So I would not put that pressure on you that you you caused a trigger to happen. Mm -hmm. We can't know what happens, but we can like educate ourselves when something comes up and then our future actions are what we're responsible for. Yeah. So stop. Like she said, I don't remember how she said it, but almost like, I can't believe like I was the one that caused someone to feel terrible that I would ever make someone feel like this and set off a trigger. Yeah. But that's not like, we can't know. Like I still am learning verbally came out and said, Hey, Mm -hmm. I've been hit in some type of way. Yeah. This affects me terribly. Please don't do this. You had no way of knowing. So you're not in trouble and it's not your fault. Moving forward, you know what to do. And I think you handled that actually really well. Yeah. Because she said they talked about it and they're in a good place with it now. Fully. I mean, should we even touch on the whole friends with benefits issue? I don't think it's an issue because she said she doesn't want that. Yeah. I think it was leading in that direction and she was like, cut it off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If that's something that you you both wanted, then sure. But like- Clearly he wanted it. You didn't. And you did what was right. And you drew the line and she handled that well too. Which is funny that he's the one being all emo and dramatic because he's the one that wanted this nonchalant He must like you a little bit more maybe. I don't know. (sighs) Drama. If he wants it chill and drama or what? What? (laughs) If he wants wants this chill with no drama, then I'm surprised that's what he's wanting. No, he sounds, he sounds. Can we talk about, (sighs) can we talk about this? Yeah. Wait, can I say something first? Yes. I want to make it very clear. I know that all women listening right now have been in situations like this where you feel like you don't want to be dramatic and you feel like you don't want to be the girly one. We've all been there. I've been in band classes before where I was the only female mm-hmm. <laughs> in the entire snare drum line. Yeah. And I would sit there and be like, okay, like, you know, you want to like be yeah. one of the guys. And, and if someone hurt your feelings, I would never, I didn't want to say anything because yep. I didn't want to be girly and I didn't want to cry. But I just want to make sure and say like, we've all been there. We've yeah. all thought it. However, that is not, that's not true. And that's not a healthy way of thinking period. And we can't think of ourselves in that way. Period. Period. Pop off Taryn. Pop off Taryn. I just, (laughs) okay. Here's the thing. Women do have a capacity for way more depth and emotion, I think, than men. And I think that's like for many reasons, Mm -hmm. right? Like I think that's for skills to have kids one day. Like the fact that we can pick up on like Like biological reasons. Oh, yes. So even though I've met a couple men in my life where I'm just like, wow. Yeah. You're (laughs) more in tune than I am. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So this is not, but the thing is, that is a beautiful, beautiful thing mm-hmm. that women are capable of. Mm-hmm. It's a what superpower. Gives anyone the right to judge a woman by saying, like, that's the thing. It's not even, I know I can be dramatic. Like, mm-hmm. everyone who knows me knows she can. I can be. I'm here to attest to it. <laughs> so dramatic. <laughs> um, but. The, the fact that we have to question just normal interactions because we don't want to come off and be judged as like, oh, she's just a girl. She's just dramatic because she's a girl. Oh, she's probably on her period. Like, oh my God. It that makes pisses me, me off so much. So mad because in this situation, you had damp towels thrown at you. Like, I'm sorry, what? And not even just that, even though that's bad enough in a professional like setting. Yes. Like you guys are all working on set. You're trying to work together to create this film. Yes. And he's going to throw that in your face. That's extremely like, yes, (laughs) you're in, you're scared of being, uh, classified as an emotional female, but what he did was the most immature boyish action. Yeah. And he should have been called out for it. In my opinion. The thing is, is 
when you're in a professional setting, you always have to be aware of what actions are being taken place against you Mm -hmm. because there is a like precedent that's set Mm -hmm. of when people see other people doing an action in their mind, like a little like switch goes of like, Oh, that's acceptable. Or like, that's okay. Or she's okay with that. Yeah. And so in that that circumstance, right away, you should have been able to say, I'm sorry, please do not throw things at me. And, and this, that's in it. the same way that he said, don't do don't that hit me. with the yeah. bopping on the head. And that was in a playful setting. This was in a, like, we're in our, doing our thing. So that's the thing that bothers me. And I don't know, honestly, like what's going to fix that. If it's going to be women just being like, no, these are my emotions. And I am proud as hell of like, how I feel and what I'm saying, or if it's like education on the male aspect, I don't know, honestly, but that definitely like frustrates me. Yeah. And I I will say, I think I am a lot like Lauren. Mm -hmm. I don't like being quote dramatic and I don't like making a big deal out of anything. If I get my feelings hurt, I'll probably tell the person a week later, <laughs> like or never. <laughs> I like I. That's just yeah. who I am, yeah. and it's something that I've been uh, growing in and working on uh, my entire life. So I understand the desire to want to just tuck it away and not deal with it. However, I do think that he will start treating you differently the second you start standing up for yourself. And if you want him to start treating you better, that's what you have to do. Yeah, I definitely think, I think that's such a good point. Mm -hmm. I think just generally as humans, like we, people will treat us the way that like we set the guidelines, you know? Like if you don't think you're beautiful and you treat yourself by being that you're, and you treat yourself thinking you're not beautiful, the rest of the world won't, will treat you the same way. But if you, if you think of yourself as a beautiful person, then the rest of the world will like follow suit. Yeah, like you, you have know? to demand the love and like respect that you, deserve. that you deserve. And so I think that there are hard lines that you have to put out there. And I think like his his triggers and stuff, like that's a serious thing. And I feel bad for him that that's happened. But that doesn't like outweigh the injustice you felt either. Mm-hmm. So it still is okay for you to bring that up if you need to, which from your writing, it sounds like you do need to. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I would just do it in a like nonchalant way. And the only, I want to make it clear again, I wasn't saying to make it like simple and take the emotion out of it because you're a woman and that's what you should do. Mm-hmm. I'm saying you should know his communication level and skills and then kind of meet him halfway if you want a successful Mm. conversation yeah I think I think this is going to be really good for you yeah I think sitting him down and saying hey in order to build a better relationship and to continue to be friends I need to speak on something um it sounds like obviously you get to decide what you want to talk about but I think you just need to talk on how he's how he's treating you like garbage for the past few weeks yeah um I think that's clearly where everything else is kind of stemming from um in my opinion so if that resonates with you and you agree with that then I would sit him down and just be like listen I'm sorry. I don't want to sleep with you. Yeah. And I, I, you already apologized for the Coke bottle incident. So I don't even think you need to bring that up. Yeah. I would just be like, I feel like you've been treating me wrongly ever since. And I want to know why. And I, I, we need to hash this out together. Yeah. Like if he starts being a butt munch again, like, yeah, you need to like draw lines and then just like distance yourself if you need to. And then I, I mean, I feel like you need to hear this. Like if you decide, if he doesn't change and he keeps treating you that way, um, it's okay to be quote dramatic and in the friendship. Yeah. Even if that kind of makes it awkward at work on set in your friend group, um, you need to stand up for yourself. And I guarantee yeah. you, if you're feeling like you're being treated like trash, everyone else is seeing it too. Yeah. And they would probably agree that yep. you need to distance yourself. So dramatic is an adjective, not a negative one, Ooh, people. So. There we go. Oh. Lauren, thank you so much for sharing your story. Yes. I, it was not too long at all. I, all the details really helped yeah, yeah, yeah. create a full mm-hmm. picture. So thank you for sharing and good luck with everything. Yes, you got this. Okay, so my story is titled From the Bedroom Floor. We've all been there. <laughs> We've all. I remember um, 
I just watched Eat, Pray, Love again. That's my it's like, a great movie. When I'm feeling really low and I'm feeling like I'm not living up to any of my dreams or anything, I'll read or eat. Wait, <laughs> I'll read or watch. Eat, She'll pray, read love. or eat. Eat, Pray, Love. <laughs> Mine's Pride and Prejudice. That's funny. What if I had like what if I use what if I eat books to try to absorb? I'm pretty sure there's. Um, <laughs> Is that a, a thing? term for that? <laughs> Eating paper? Isn't that a thing? Do you think? Do you think? Okay. Nah, 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 nah. Dear Ashley and Taryn, hello, hello. My name, ooh, <laughs> I caught myself. My name is blank, but I would prefer to say anonymous. I am an Enneagram 9 wing 1 for reference. Hello. Twin. Let me introduce you to Ashley Nicole. Who's also <laughs> a 9 wing 1, my girl. Should we go to coffee? Should we like yes. hang out later? Yeah. Should I give you my number? Should we chat? Ash, I'm not joking. Like I pick this story almost more for you. Oh, love that. Because I feel like I feel like us, we're going to tag team this one really okay, well. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I hope you're both doing well and staying safe. I've been listening to your podcast since the very first episode, and I am so amazed at how you both have continued to stay strong and work hard through this crazy time. I appreciate all the time and effort you guys put into the podcast. It's my absolute favorite podcast to listen to. I'm listening to it right now, actually. Uh, I love that. It's like Inception. Okay. I have a family-related story today and could really use your advice. I was a freshman in college when COVID hit and moved back home once school went online. I've been living at home since, and it's been quite an adjustment from when I lived at home in high school. My mom and I have always had a sensitive relationship. I am very non-confrontational. Is that a nine thing? Oh, hello. <laughs> I feel hurt right now. <laughs> but my mom is the opposite and almost seeks out fights with me. Oof. At least that's what it feels like sometimes. Recently, I've been trying to talk to her about communicating with me in a calm way. I tell her how I feel and try my best to maintain my calm and not come off as too emotional or angry. The second I open my mouth, she gets upset with me telling me that I'm too sensitive, I shouldn't be crying, and that I'm being disrespectful. I am very sensitive, so of course, I get upset and nothing ends up getting resolved as a result. What do you think I should slash could do to create more healthy communication between us without one of us getting upset? Thank you so much for taking the time to read this. Have a wonderful day. I love you both so much and wish you the absolute best. Love, Anonymous. Oh, so P.S. I attached a picture of my dog, Petty, P-E-D-E-Y? Petty. Petty. Because he was looking very cute as I'm writing this. Well. Oh. Look at the nose. What? Is it a corgi mix? What is it? I uh, want to know. We love dogs, if you can't tell. Ugh, my dog voice came I know. Out. All the dogs looked at us like <laughs> me. <laughs> so, Ash, I would like to first start. And by the way, we are still going to do our Enneagram episode. Mm -hmm. We just... We love it too much that it's almost this big hurdle. We're trying to like not make even, sure we not prepare even a hurdle. For it. We're just Taryn and I can both really be perfectionists. Which yeah, I will. I will dive into with the wing one, but um. Uh, we can both be perfectionists with things that we're passionate about. And yes. we just really want this one to be good. Fully. Also, I feel like y'all should should send some more yeah, emails. Yeah, send the Enneagram, Enneagram If you guys want your personality trait yeah. to be dove into. even like if you have a question about yours, like mm -hmm. maybe you took the test and you're like, I don't get what it says about like this being my motivation or whatever. Like even short questions would be yeah. fun to answer. Or if you so. want to get juicy, maybe oh, you and your juicy. partner or you and your friend, yeah. like mm -hmm. find out what your numbers are and yep. then submit that. Yes, and fully. We could dive into so it. So before we get into this, let's, I who better to dive into what it is to be a nine than Ashley Nine Nicole. <laughs> Ashley, my middle name, Nine Nicole. <laughs> um, first, I'm going to just kind of like briefly go over what a nine is. This is from the Enneagram Institute, which anyone can Google online. They have all the information there. Um, but basically the nine is called the peacemaker. It is the easygoing self-effacing type, receptive, reassuring, agreeable, and complacent. Nines are accepting, trusting, and stable. They are usually creative, optimistic, and supportive, but can also be too willing to go along with others to keep the peace. They want everything to go smoothly and be without conflict, but they can also tend to be complacent simplifying problems and minimizing anything upsetting. They typically can have problems with inertia and stubbornness. <laughs> what? I'm um, sitting here and going, hmm, me? I'm like, mm. ooh, that sounds like me. Um, 
one of the things that bothered me the most when I first found out I was a nine was I was like, that's not me. Mm-hmm. No, that's mm-hmm. no, yeah. that's not me. Yeah. And then the more I read about it, the more I realized that's so me. And the reason it's bothering me is because it's triggering me is because yeah. it's deep down. Like mm-hmm. that's who I am. Yep. Which is so interesting. Yeah. So yes. So nines, I'm pretty familiar with nines because I definitely have done research on nines like for Ash too. And like, I know she's like looked into twos. So that's one thing. I feel like the Enneagram really could be a tool for when you do have a conversation with your mom. But let's just get into this. So I think communication is literally the core of every problem Mm -hmm. in the entire world. Yeah. What's been communicated to you from a young age becomes your beliefs, Mm -hmm. right? Which Mm -hmm. differing beliefs causes conflict. Mm -hmm. How you communicate things, how people interpret what you communicate Everything could be literally solved if we were all able to just communicate in a healthy, clear way. Yes. And loving way. Let's say Yes, of course. So I think that communication is such a deep thing. And I feel like that should in a weird way give you a sense of peace. Because for me, even like, and me and Ash will talk a lot about like just our specific communication, if that will help, because she's a nine and I'm different. Like I'm a two, which is way more like I want to talk about everything. Um, I don't think I'm like aggressive and try to like pick fights with you, but like, I definitely am like, I want to talk about stuff, you know, mm-hmm. but when we were able to like really sit down and kind of like tear away the like emotional sides of it and kind of like get into like specific communication, like this is how I hear you. And this is how I like to be heard. I think things got so much easier. And when what I'm saying is by this should give you peace is like this communication is such a huge thing. So the fact that you're struggling with this, you're not alone. And it's something that a lot of people have to struggle with and are constantly having to shift and learn new ways to communicate clearly with other people. Yeah. I think something that nines personally have to come to terms with is when people talk at you or bring up something, or yell at you, maybe yell at you doesn't really like fit into this, but um, if anyone brings confrontation, some kind of confrontation your way, I think a nine almost automatically thinks that they take it personally, and thinks that they did something wrong, and I think that Mm -hmm. that's a mindset that um, comes with (laughs) uh, being, especially being a wing one, um, you feel like you you are the one that is kind of in control with how everyone is feeling. And if someone talks at you and, and, and brings something to your attention, you feel like you have the responsibility to kind of diffuse it mm-hmm. and kind of calm it down and not bring it back up and keep the peace because then we'll all have a good time and we won't have yeah. to talk about it. Yeah. But the truth is you, you like diminishing it is only going to infuriate you yeah, <laughs> and it's going to keep bubbling up inside of you. And then one day you're going to resent the person. So especially with people that you love, like in your close circle, like a best friend or in this case, your mother. Yeah. Um, I, I almost want to say, I don't know your mom and I don't know what number she is, but I'm going to go ahead and assume that she loves you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guarantee you, I feel like she's probably not doing this in a, in a hateful way or trying to cause you to feel like you're in trouble or that you're doing something wrong. That's just how she communicates. Maybe she's the type to like brainstorm out loud. And it might be scary to you because it sounds like it's all coming at you, but it might not be. Um, so I think one of the first things you need to do is like, correct that thinking and thinking that it's your fault and correct that thinking and thinking Mm -hmm. that you're the sole responsibility to fix it. Um, another thing that I think would be the second best thing to work on is starting that confrontational conversation. Um, and I think I'm going to say, I'm going to share something. I don't know if Taryn knows, but I had a cool moment today. Taryn and I got in a little, little tiny argument Mm -hmm. and she brought it up. She like, I, we were in the Starbucks line. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) on the drive-thru yeah and I was being me and just like not not talking and Taryn was talking and um she got her feelings hurt over something and I just sat there in silence and it was a very awkward silence for a solid 25 seconds 30 seconds possibly Uh we're driving back (laughs) home and an unhealthy nine an old Ashley would have sat there in that Uh silence until we got home Uh wouldn't have mentioned it again (laughs) I would have made her a cup of coffee I would have done something to make her feel better but I wouldn't have mentioned it and I wouldn't have brought it up 30 seconds into it, I was like, it's been too long. It's yeah. been too long. Ashley, you got to do something. So all I said was, you're mad at me. <laughs> 
And that started the conversation. Yeah. But old Ashley would have thought that I would have had to sit her down yeah. and say, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Clearly I did something wrong. Can you break it down for me? But I didn't. And it wasn't necessary because all I had to do was say, you're mad at me. And then Taryn spilled everything yeah. that she was feeling. And I was like, cool. Yep. And that was the end of the conversation. Like it was like a very smooth, very simple thing. And I think nines, because we're so scared of it, we think it has to be this yeah. big dramatic, like, oh, I hurt your feelings. I'm so sorry. And it's like, it doesn't have yeah. to be. And they're not expecting that. Yeah. <laughs> Only you think that you have to do that. So I think if your mom is bothering you, you can simply just be like, you're mad at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And see what happens. Because I guarantee no, you yeah. she sounds like the type of person who will straight up tell you yeah. what's bothering her. Uh -huh. So save yourself time and stress and just talk about it now instead of Taryn would call, calls me out on this all the time. I'll just sit there and like wallow in it and stress about it mm -hmm. for days. Yeah. And then finally do it. And she's like, if you would have just done it right away, yeah. it'd be over. <laughs> so I feel like you should just tell your mom something like, yeah. You're mad at me. You're mad at me. <laughs> no, honestly, like I could gush over Ash and her. I what I love the most about you, Ash, is you you are very private about the things that you struggle with. Mm -hmm. But when and you take you take it so seriously and you want deep down, like you're like, I want to conquer this. Like, mm -hmm. and you will work so hard to do it. And even like today, like watching you do that, <laughs> like you just, you have thrived in your communication lately. And Thank it's you. just so fun to watch because I know that's always been something you've been like, I want to be better, you uh -huh. know? Yeah. And we had like the most productive, like we addressed it. Mm -hmm. We both said what we like we're feeling. And then literally we were both like, okay, and how can we avoid this? Like the most productive conversation mature ever. adults and what did here. I tell you the other day <laughs> it's not always a confrontation it's a conversation uh -huh, uh -huh. and I think that's something I would say to you anonymous is I think from what I've seen with Ash and what she just said if you think about it more as like I'm gonna enter into this conversation I'm not starting a fight I'm not having to like tell everyone like where I'm coming from or mm -hmm. that kind of thing I think that's gonna help this not feel as big but going into the conversation, one of the things like I always recommend, you want to make sure that when you address it, you are in a very healthy, happy place. Yeah. So when you're, you and your mom are having a great day, like things are flowing, you're having a fun time. You say, Hey, let's have dinner. Or let's go drive and get coffee. And that is the time that you bring it up. Yep. Because if you try to have a productive conversation in the midst of a fight, when emotions are high, it's not going to be productive. It's not going to fly. It it's ain't going to fly. fly, Ash. It's not going to work. And I think you can bring it up in a way, again, I, again, communication is only as good as if you think about who you're communicating with. Mm -hmm. Your mom sounds like she needs a lot of validation and a lot of airtime, like <laughs> her being <laughs> she heard. She needs to be heard. <laughs> Me. Um, but I would sit and I would just be like, hey, I just want you to know I love you so much and I'm really sorry if I don't always do a good job communicating that. I'm trying to work on that. Right there, what you did is validate her and take the pressure off of like, oh, this is something I'm working I'm on I'm aware. Too. We don't yeah. need to talk about it. I know. Yeah. Um, and then I would go into, I've noticed lately, like I've been struggling with how we're communicating and I would love for us to just come up with a system that works for both of us. Mm -hmm. If you confront someone with a I like mentality mm -hmm. or I language, mm -hmm. it's guaranteed to go over well. If yeah. I come to you and I say, hey, you have been really hurting my feelings with the way that you talk to me and whatever, you're automatically going to feel attacked, right? Yeah. You, but if, you, 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 yes. you. I start putting my, my wall up and I'm exactly. like, I'm not listening anymore. <laughs> exactly. But if I come to you and I say, hey, I would love if we can talk about, I want to work on how I can communicate better to you. Mm -hmm. And I would love if we have a free conversation about that. Instantly walls go down and it's a more open playing field. Yeah, you it's know? the same thing we said to the person who wrote in to me 
um, with my first story. Mm -hmm. Um, if you sit them down and you're like, Hey, in order to better our relationship and save us from drama in the future, I need to deal with this now. Yes. We need to deal with this now. Yes, I love it. Um, so that would definitely be my number one thing. What I've learned from Ash too, is if I communicate things of like, Hey, I know that like you feel like we don't have to talk about it, but for me, I feel loved if like we both put effort in trying to like solve a conflict Mm -hmm. or like if I tell her sometimes like, and it can be so straight to the point. Like if I feel like she's not listening to me, I've told her before, like, I'll just be like, Hey, are you listening? Or like, do you need a minute? And she'll, she'll be be honest with me. Like, she'll be like, Oh, I'm sorry. Let me wrap this up and then we'll talk. Yeah. So I think like when you're, when you're communicating with someone who's opposite as you coming up with like concrete ways that you can attack a conversation in a productive way. Like you've got to talk to each other and figure out a system that works for you. Yeah. A thousand percent. Um, I'm super stoked for you because I feel like this is going to go really well. Yeah, I do too. Um, and yeah, I think you're in your, you and your mother's relationship will benefit from this, this kind of conversation that's going to be happening soon. Yee. I'm excited. Yee. Just remember the phrase. You're mad at me. Oh, you said yee. Yeet. That reminded me of the SNL skit. Yeah. Yeet. Skirt. Yeet. <laughs> uh, I love okay. Timothy Chalamet. Love him. Oh my God, I forgot. I have great news. Oh, tell us the news. <gasps> Guys. Guys. What? One of my favorite podcasters following oh, me back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, kind of yeah, a big yeah. Deal. You yes. guys, if you know me at all, you know that I love the weird murder story podcasts. I love the like folklore stories. I love Mm -hmm. fiction. I never read a self-help book. I have problem with that. Like my sister reads all the self-helps and I'm just over here diving into some (laughs) fantasy wonderland. Um, Floor (laughs) is one of my favorite podcasts on the planet. Aaron Mankey is um, the producer. Like he's, he has a ton of more like cabinet of curiosity podcasts. Anyways, um, he followed me and that's all I wanted yeah, to say. I did. <laughs> I, was, I love him. Yeah, I was in the car with her and she literally started like fangirling so uh-huh. hard. I gushed. Big time. Round I of like applause. Him. Everyone that's Ashley's hand. I'm clapping my leg. Slapping, slapping my thigh. thigh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's end with a dad joke. Yes, please. Ready. Okay. I like these ones that are like story-ish. Okay, yeah. ready? Yeah, it's great. My daughter shrieked, dad, you haven't been listening to a single word I've said, have you? I thought that's a strange way to start a conversation with me. <laughs> Do you get it? <laughs> me? <laughs> that oh, whole conversation? That is so me. <laughs> I thought this was so fitting. Oh man. Ah. Great times. Guys, thank you so much for listening. If you made it to the dad joke, you know how much we love you. You the realist. You the real. Um, Be sure to follow us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. We have all the things. Um, Be sure to, if you have a story that you've been sitting on and you want to share it with us, it's time. Write it down. Pour yourself a glass of wine, milk, juice, whatever it is you're (laughs) into. Pour yourself a glass and type it out. It is time. We've been waiting on you. Cool. That's all. Almond. Oat. (laughs) Have it out. I'm trying to think of another one. Whole two percent. <laughs> uh, heavy whipping cream. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, love All you guys. Right, love bye. you. Bye. bye.